You're listening to Thrive with Karina Grueling, a personal health and life design podcast for the modern everyday woman. Tune in and get inspired on how to thrive in your body and life. This is your host, Karina Grueling. Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome back to the show. Today, I have Julia on my show. She is um, based in Barcelona, and she specialized in women's health and fitness. And I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank you, Karina, for having me on your show. <laughs> and hello, everyone listening. I'm super excited to yeah, have this chat today with you. Excited to what you're going to find out. So, Julia, let us know a little bit. Um, how did you start doing the work you do today with women? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it actually, it uh, grew a little bit uh, homogeneity, I would say. I started as a fitness, uh, fitness coach in a gym working in Holland 12 years ago, over 12 years ago. And uh, I felt just myself just drawn more towards um, classes that was, would, were attended more by women. Um, then I felt when I went more into personal training that um, I was really interested in how I could help women with like specific needs, um, specialized, uh, for example, in um, pregnancy, postpartum, women who want to lose weight, who want to get in shape for their wedding, things like that, like really specific for women or after um, menopause, for example. So those topics were what um, kind of interested me more. And that's why I decided to specialize in it because I also couldn't find so much um, offer in that sense. And I thought, oh, maybe it's a good niche for uh, for me to dig into these topics. I really think it is, no? And also women are really looking for personalized advice and that is uh, what they get when they work with you together. Yeah. So today we really explore um, how exercise can help to boost our hormone levels. And I would like to know, like, what are the main hormones that are affected by exercise? So mm -hmm. when someone is exercising on a regular basis, yeah, that is very important to say, because if you exercise once in a while, <laughs> you won't have these benefits, but uh, repetition is really key here. So what hormones are affected? Yeah, the main hormones. Yeah, there are many, many, of course. And I think, I think most of us, we know the term, the feel-good hormones are kicking in, the, the mood boosters. So we are talking about the neurotransmitters, um, dopamine, serotonin, endorphins, and then the, the female and male hormone, testosterone and estrogen. Um, I, I can explain a little bit about how they work, um, especially with exercise. So when we say um, the feel-good hormone, we really need to be stimulated. We need to get motivation. That is dopamine, which is like the, the motivation kicker, this um, feel-good hormone that keeps us going. And this is more established over time. Then we have a serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter, a little bit similar to dopamine, but it regulates more the mood and, and it decreases anxiety. And endorphin, I, th I think, is the most common and most known um, hormone in that sense, but it's actually more the, the, the first um, thing what endorphins do is reduce the pain. So it's a really natural pain reliever. So that's why it works really well with exercise because it just makes it keep going and um, makes us feel happy and we don't have pain. We are, we are not tired. And um, it just is a really natural way of keeping us going, keeping us giving our best. And then, of mm -hmm. course, we have 
um, testosterone and estrogen. So testosterone is the male um, sex hormone, which in, is, increases muscle size and strength. It gives up power, um, aerobic endurance. It can help to decrease fat mass. And um, it also helps us to recover much faster from um, from a heavily exercise session, for example. So that's why testosterone is really well known in the fitness and bodybuilding world. Um, but also, like the the female hormone testosterone is really really important because it can has both positive and negative effects let's say, on our body doing exercise. So the positive effects would be um, that it also can help to increase muscle mass and make makes us stronger. But on the other hand, when this hormone gets too much in this body, so we have a, a too high level of estrogen, what it does is that it um, softens our tissues and ligaments. And that, in turn, can... Um, have the imp impact that we are more likely to get injured, that we maybe um, uh, overstep of something, that we we feel pain. So that is something to have in mind. Yeah, so we have to have the right balance now of estrogen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You were talking about estrogen dominance, no? Exactly. And yeah, um, yeah. this. Um, and then you, of course, like when people come to you and they or women that suffer no, from estrogen dominance, you have clear signs and then you also help them with nutrition, I think. Exactly. So it's really common in my work when I work with pregnant um, or pregnant women or postpartum and then they still have a high level of estrogen or the, the stretching hormone laxine, which is really, really um, high in lactantia. So we are, when you're still breastfeeding. Then um, your entire body is, of course, more loose. Everything had to be stretched for the baby. Everything has to stretch out. So it's more likely to um, feel pain or get injured in that in that moment of your life. So because of those hormones, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's always about the right balance, no? not having <laughs> yeah. too much, not having too little in it. Okay. So um, when it comes to exercise, why do so many people fail to get a regular exercise routine? So after all these years of experience, so what do you think are the main reasons why people don't get into a regular exercise routine? Yeah, there are many, many reasons, but a few are the ones who are always coming back. Uh, when I when I talk to my clients, when I ask them, hey, why does it that you start now? Why did you quit before? Why you couldn't pick up this routine? So the first thing is they have the feeling of no time. They feel overwhelmed. Sometimes they even feel I, I cannot allow myself this time for myself to um, to just like block an hour or two hours a day to do that for me. Um, and it's about, of course, finding the rhythm huh? and, and, and making exercise a priority for yourself. That is one really big, big issue or like big reason Because time is for everybody the same. It's just how you balance it out. Again, balance. <laughs> and how you prioritize your time. And another one is really the, the missing motivation, the feeling of being too tired to get out there and exercise, to go to the gym or go out to a class. And that, of course, again, 
plays a role um, with the hormone balance we have, like I said before, huh? like what motivation, the mood, um, anxiety, stress, depression, all those things, as you know best, Karina, <laughs> are influenced by the hormones. So mm -hmm. um, that's why it's so interesting that we have this talk, because when there's a low level of the dopamine or serotonin and the mood is in a certain way, then this can make you feel um, not motivated to go out and exercise, and that's why you don't do it. Hmm? So working on the hormones in that sense can really help you to have a yeah a, a more motivation, feeling more um, enthusiastic and positive about yeah, let's do it. Let let me get out of the sofa before I uh, sit down today. I'm gonna have 20 minutes of an exercise. So that's another point. Um, and then, then one thing which I really, really find nowadays is that they don't know where to start, that they have no idea how to start, what to do, and that they're a little bit afraid of getting injured and they're overwhelmed with all the information out there, mm -hmm. especially since, let's say, I, I would say it really started just with covid um, when there were we were all inside and like the internet and Instagram and TikTok just blew off um, fitness videos, exercise routines, and all those new people who are yeah fitness specialists, and um, it was a little bit overwhelming for people, or it still is. So you you want see so many things, and you you think you have to be able to do this and that, or you think you have to be able to do this exercise or a routine of 30, uh, 30 minutes directly, or you have to do this jumps and you just see you can't, huh? then you feel, wow, I don't know where to start. I feel demotivated. I, I'm, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Maybe I'm going to hurt myself and then I'm not going to be able to do a lot of things for next week. So those um, reasons are also, I think, really, really important nowadays that you don't know where to start. And that's why they come to me and they, they ask me, okay, I feel a certain pain in, in this and this way when I do the exercise or I feel I'm not doing it right. Can you show me how to do it? Um, yeah, so to giving them the security um, in their own body, you know, that's really a, a topic I feel it's coming more and more these days. Mm. Yeah, because also the, the information that is out there you now is often so contradictive and people get what you already said, no, they get so confused by it. And they just uh, struggle to find also the right thing for themselves. No, exactly. so when you start working with people, so what's the best way for them to start a new exercise routine? Hmm. Yeah, what I um, like, I have my best practice, of course, over the years. I developed a little bit of what what I think works best, and now, of course. Um, the way I um, certified myself and I keep forming myself. So lately, I really start um, with the mobility part of it. So I'm not going into mm, an exercise program directly, but I really want to see how the peop how the person moves. So I do a body screening in the beginning to see, okay, how do the um, specific articulation of the person um, function so how is their shoulder function can your shoulder rotate all the way because this is then important to know um, to develop the um, exercise program huh? if I see that a person is really um, having a bad posture sitting rounded forward with the shoulders there's a lot of contraction in the chest um, and has a lot of neck problems then I have to fix this first 
before I can go into an exercise program and do exercises with uh, like an overhead load with weight, which can then increase the pain or even injure people. So what I first do is a movement screening of the shoulders, of the hips, of the um, knees, ankles to see how your body moves how your articulation moves, how you compensate maybe a movement because it hurts or you feel restricted in one area. So it's really important to do that for me first. And then, of course, I try to fix maybe these um, movement imbalances you have, those restrictions. And then I start with balance exercise and stability exercise, starting from the core, which for me is the absolute fundament of the entire building let's say um it's the key so the the core is the key starting from there and then i go um and start building strength i work with bands with weights then we can go into the norm normal more traditional exercise programs and then of course you can go as wild as you want huh? going to a lot of cardio exercises. but first i i start from the base making sure that the person is confident in their body, they know how to move. They um, know where, sh- where they should feel the exercise. Because sometimes that is also an issue that you do something and you don't feel it where you're sh- supposed to feel it or it hurts in another um, point of your body. Okay, so this is how I yeah set up a program for a person and how I decide how to work with them. But of course, it's really important to fit that into the goal that the person has. So it's, um, I really adapt to what your objective is, what your goal is that you're having. But um, Karina, tell me a little bit about the Ayurveda point of that, because I know that there's um, different types of like um, body types that respond to a, to fitness in a different way, right? I mean, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so in Ayurveda, we really have the three body types, no? Vata, Pitta and Kapha. For those of our listeners who don't know anything about it, but who are very interested in it, you can go on my YouTube channel and you can watch the video How to Thrive for Vata, Pitta and Kapha. And that gives you a good introduction yeah, into the different body types of Ayurveda. Because within the system of Ayurveda, um, we really look at the different qualities, yeah, energetic qualities, um, physical qualities um, a person has. So we have the water type, yeah, and the water type is dry, it's light, it's cold, it's mobile, it's subtle. Yeah, whereas like the pitta type is more like hot, sharp, oily liquid. And the kapha type, these are more the types who are heavy, slow, dense, and static. So I will explain a little bit more about it so that you now people can get an idea about um, what, what that means. But depending on the body type, the constitution type that you have, you decide on which type of exercise is the best for you. But of course, in Ayurveda, we also have the menstrual cycle. We are very strong on cycles, no? like the seasons. Yeah, so in which season are we in? Um, the, the menstrual cycle, but also when we enter perimenopause or menopause, depending on that, we also adapt our exercise program. But when we take vata, so vata, um, I said like the quality is really dry, light, cold, but they're also very mobile. Yeah. And for vatas, as they have this light, um, they have a very light constitution. It's very important that they um, exercise in a way that the energy is grounded. Yeah. And so for them, more a mild and regular exercise is key. 
Yeah. So something that is smooth, flowing, grounding. Yeah. So gentle or moderate hiking or swimming or stand up pedal boarding. Yeah. Or dancing or restorative yoga. Like these are more the things um, that for Vata types um, is recommended. When I talk about that, like, do you see some of your clients in front of you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I, of course, I didn't know about those types, but I totally see that for some people, it's so much easier to do a certain exercise. It doesn't always have to be the hardcore exercise, what is really heavy for people sometimes, but sometimes just the, the steady flowing grounding exercises are really hard. So, so yeah. Yeah. I no, so the, like a very typical Vata type, because often we have a mix no, of two constitution of three constitutions, um, but often one or two are more predominant. But the Vata types often, these are the, 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 the women, they want to do fast moving sports, you know, going for a marathon, but their type is just not made for it. Like for them, they, they really get drained, no? And they, then they have even more a hard time to put on weight, get too skinny. And then of course, like when they lose too much, um, muscle like too too much fat mass in their body then of course also the estrogen level can go down and they can start having hormonal imbalances yeah but so the water type i can imagine like you have um, many of them in your uh, because they like movement they love movement these are usually also not the people that you have to motivate to do sports they love doing sports and they have more the tendency to overdo it no mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, then we have the second type, and this is uh, the Pitta type. And for Pitta, exercise is really an important outlet yeah, for drive, for sharp focus, for achievement. And they benefit more from something that is cooling, that is heavy, that is like dense activities. Yeah, so where there is more denseness also involved, like also um, weightlifting yeah or pilates um can be also yeah moderate runs um mm. swimming no but also like rock climbing yeah because they are normally the people like they like to achieve things um they like competition and um yeah They're really into competitive sports as well. This is like the pitta tendency, no? Like they want to compete with others. And they really like doing it. Whereas like a vata type, they really don't like that. They are not into competition mode. Yeah. So um, for the for the pitta types, um, what is often important for them is that they engage more in group classes or in team activities. Uh, I was just thinking when you were explaining about this type, I thought I could, this is the perfect type for the groups class because it's a little bit more adrenaline kicking. Yes. Uh, I think those people, they need like, ah, they need the adrenaline, they need the competition, they need others, they need to see others doing uh, uh, exercise that they go harder, go the extra mile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it mo it motivates them more but often they have the tendency no let's just get a personal trainer or let's just do sports on my own um because they are more like the people like um especially when they have to wait for other people you know other people are slowly are like this is ah. really like frustrating for them impatient uh, yes <laughs> exactly they get impatient so but this is exactly like you have to put them in a group class because it will also help them yeah like um 
yeah, not not doing everything on their own. No. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then we have the cover type. And the cover type, these are usually the people, the couch potatoes. Yeah. So often they they don't want to do sports and um they have a hard time to get going. But these are the people who have the the best stamina of all. Yeah, they have um their their energy is very dense. Yeah, they often also have from the weight, when we look at their weight, they can have normal weight, but often they, they carry a little bit of excess weight around. And these are more the people like they feel then easily sluggish or depressed. So for them, it's super important to move. And from all the three body types, they have really the most stable energy, the most density in the body. So with them, you can really do the, the hardest workouts as, um, as a personal trainer, because they're really, they're really stable, really balanced, very grounded. No. So when I, when you hear about that type, like what kind of exercise comes to your mind? Yeah. When you say that they, I mean, It's a good one because when you say that they're not self-motivated, <laughs> that they don't like really to work out, but that they would probably be really suitable for a heavy workout, mm -hmm. that's contradictive, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Yes. There you see, you know, when you are not in balance, what your tendency is to, yeah, that uh, where do you go to? And yeah. with, with cover types, These are the people like once they do sports yeah. and they feel the benefits of it. Yeah, you yes, can oh. yeah, you can sign them up for a marathon. Yeah, you can um they will they can do the hardest uh, um hiking tracks, yeah. Um they can um, it's like we always say once they go they they run, they run forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe for them it's really the uh, the the key to find something they like. Yes. With, and then they go and you cannot stop them, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because often when I go to yoga studios, because also, for example, when we take um, Ashtanga yoga or yeah. a very dynamic Vinyasa yoga class, um, you often see all these Vata types that normally like for them, it's not suitable, but they go for it but you hardly ever see a cover type you know someone a little bit more on the heavier grounded side you you don't see them there yeah. but yeah so in ayurveda we really look at what's your constitution type in what for a season are you in um like season like the the season of the year but also this your the season of your lifetime yeah because uh, when we are still menstruating we are in a different season than when we go um into menopause um, but also, yeah, like, um, if you are postpartum, pre, like, um, or if you are pregnant, like, yeah. no, like we, but we don't give, like, you do it like a personalized workout program. Maybe there are some Ayurvedic practitioners out there who offer that. I haven't met one so far, but the interesting thing is when the people, when people, when women understand, okay, what's happening with my energy and how is, um like what do i really need to find a balance yeah so if i if i feel too light too anxious then i need something more grounding more restorative something to slow down however when you feel like a cover type sluggish and heavy 
and a hard time to get going, then you really need something that uh, pumps your blood, that like that 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 gets the circulation going, that um, where your heartbeat goes up. Um, and for another constitution type, this is really um, is it's more it's not suitable or it can be even harmful. No. So, so you, is it a question like would you say then um, in the, that you can say as a general rule sometimes you need a little bit the opposite of what you feel? Yes, like? yes, 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 absolutely. Okay. So what we say in Ayurveda is like increases like. Yeah. So for example, okay. if you feel ungrounded, light, anxious, um, then you need something like you need the opposite to find a balance. Yeah. It's the same in Chinese medicine with Yin and with Yang. Yeah, so with the female and the male energies, if you find a balance of both of them, then you feel really good in your life. Mm -hmm. So like increases like, but opposites create balance. Wow, that's really interesting because I'm just thinking of some of my customers when they come in on a day. I mean, it's it's changing weekly or on a daily basis. Sometimes they come in and they have a lot of energy. I don't know if those types can yes. change so much but now of course with the cycle it will but then sometimes they come in they have a lot of energy and they say ah oh, today we're gonna do the craziest work ever mm -hmm. yes and maybe at that day i should say maybe maybe not today <laughs> <laughs> maybe today let's do half of the session a crazy workout and then mm -hmm. the rest we work on the grounding and on the mm -hmm. repairing and, and on the like more meditation part maybe and mm -hmm. on a day when they come in they say oh actually i almost canceled i don't feel like it today Maybe that is the day I can get them to do like crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on no. Like, is it is it more um, a mind thing? So um, yeah. is this just happening um, on a mind level, or if this is are they really low or high in energy? No, also that. And but yeah, the, our natural tendency in our society is when I feel agitated and nervous, like. I keep going and keep going and it gets worse and worse and worse. Now, whereas a person who feels like, okay, I'm super slow, sluggish, depressed, like um, they just um, they just continue doing nothing or staying on the sofa, watching a lot of TV. And like, unfortunately, many today in our society have the natural tendency to do more of what is not good for them instead of, okay, When I feel this way, what is the opposite of it? And what can I do in order to create, again, a balance? No? Yeah, but this is also already coming back to the hormones type. Like um, when you feel like on a Sunday, you really don't want anything or you, you feel not happy, you feel moody, you feel tired. Then the best thing what you can do is just get up. Put on uh, the speaker, your favorite song, start dancing, and then you just get so much good mood. And then is the moment. So you say, okay, now I can do a workout. No, yeah. now I'm like, oh yeah, now I feel better. Now I can do it instead yeah. of just hanging around and staying in that mood. Yes, absolutely. Not like to get the motivation to like, like at first, I think that, yeah, people need, women need to have the willpower. Yes, I really want to change that state I am in. Exactly. No, yeah. and when they have that that mindset already can change so much. And what you said, no, like once they have this experience more often, hey, I am in that state, but when I do this, I get into a completely different body feeling. Yeah. Then they get also more motivated um, to 
to get more regular in that no and yeah. um yeah this is also like um the question like we talked about you know why do people fail to get a regular yeah. exercise routine so what in your experience is the best way to start a new exercise routine and that on a regular basis Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are a few things I always tell my clients. The first thing um, is, is to find out what can you do today, which is a short activity with minimum effort. You know, it's like change is difficult for everyone. And then changing, like building up a workout routine. This already sounds scary for most of the people like, oh, my God, I, I have to start today. So I tell them, do something that is just easygoing. So example, For um, for coffee date with your friend, instead of just sitting somewhere in a cafe, go to to the beach and go for a walk. Start those little things. Um, instead of taking the lift, take the take the stairs. Instead of taking the metro, take take the um, take the bike. Little things to start your body moving. Once you have that, then make it attractive. So, for example, take a, a class, a dancing class, or any class you like. Or motivate a friend to do it together because it's always so much more motivating and um, also like creates consistency when we do something with a friend or do something together with someone who has the same goal, the same objective. Now, then you can also check a little bit on each other to say, hey, come on, we had two two um, workout dates this week. And then when one says, oh, yeah, but uh, I don't have time, I feel a little bit tired, then the other one can say, hey, come on, we made this commitment for ourselves, let's do it. Um, so this is something which I always recommend, like, or take a friend or come to a fitness class with a group that also motivates a lot more, um, seeing others struggle <laughs> and feeling the reward at the end, feeling proud. Um, and then of course, find something you love. So like I said, maybe just start with something fast, um, and, and quick a dancing exercise in your living room with your favorite music or if you're like walking or running then do that if you hate running then don't do it for example i i don't like running i like the idea of running at the beach and when i see people running at the beach i always think oh yeah that's that sounds good that oh, must be so relaxing but i don't like it i don't enjoy it i find it boring and afterwards i feel so exhausted like I had run a marathon. So for me, running is not a thing. I do other stuff. So I always tell people, find something you love. You don't have to do what everyone does. You know, it's really, really specific. And it comes back to the types you were mentioning in Ayurveda. So maybe that's a good thing to think of. Okay, who am I? <laughs> what is good for me? You know, what do I like? And uh, yeah, so make it easy, make it short at the beginning. You don't need to do a 60-minute HIIT workout to start your workout routine. This is killing you softly and not so softly also because you can get injured, you know. You don't have to do that. So I would say team up with someone, start easy and do something you really like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's super important what you mentioned, yeah. you know, accountability yeah. partner or finding a buddy and doing something that you love and because sometimes women also they come in with the idea yes i want to get a runner no uh, i want to get um a very flexible beautiful yogini no but um their body is just not made for it or their constitution or their energy level or they just don't like it exactly. and that's and that's absolutely fine we don't need to like um certain kinds of sports so sometimes we often have just to try out here and there and until we find something 
that we really enjoy doing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like This is maybe also because uh, Zumba is so successful, you know, because mm -hmm. you don't know what it is. You don't like to, oh, you don't like the idea of cardio. You don't like running. You don't like jumping. Oh, no, when, when you just already hear the word cardio, you're like, oh, no, I hate it. But come to my class. After 10 minutes, you are soaked. It is <laughs> so crazy. I like after two songs of Zumba, I'm sweating so much. This is the best cardio exercise you can do. And you're not even feeling it, you know, yeah. you're just dancing and you're having fun. So it's really about finding something you love and just the mindset of like prepping yourself well. It's like, huh? not prepping yourself, but like, oh, I don't like it. So that's why find something you love. It's yeah, yeah and, and, and being open, you know, being yeah. open, being curious. I think that's also super important. Being curious, just trying things out and then deciding, okay, how do, do I feel? Like, how did I feel before? How do I feel now? Yeah, how do I feel the day after? And um, yeah, so what's uh, the difference when, um, I mean, I think we already know a little bit about, but what are the differences and advantages of working one-on-one -on -one and group training? Yeah, of course, one-on-one -on -one is much more specific. Uh, that's why it's really one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, it, it should be for everyone, but with me, it's really, um, like I said, yeah. I we assess the, the body um, um, mobility, the stability, the technique. Then, of course, we go really specific into your goal. What is what you want? Do you want to get uh, leaner, more flexible? You want to lose um, body mass or fat mass? So, you want to gain muscle, you know, that we can be really, really targeted on what you want. And the um, effects are much more faster, I would say. You know? in, a, in a group session, of course, when you go to four or five group sessions a week, you will also lose a lot of weight. Of course, I can't say that when you, when you, when your food is right, though. But, um, of course, a group session gives you a lot of, a lot of energy. It's just motivational, it kicks in. I mean, I, I just, Think of the group sessions we have on a Saturday morning when we're at Plaza del Mar. We are looking at the beach. We have the sun in our face. Then we we work out through music. It's super motivational being there, um, doing groups exercises or partner exercises. Um, yeah, it just it's a total energy and endorphin booster. I mean, it's, it just makes mm -hmm. you really, really makes you feel proud afterwards. Of course. That's uh, the really advantage of the group training. I think that you don't feel alone or you feel part of a community. And that's also what I'm especially um, really keen on building, the community of women who are working out to um, want to change their lifestyle to a better. They want to get towards working out that, that it's part of their life. So um, the combination, I think, would is the best. So a lot of my clients that do one-on-one -on -one training with me and the group training in the week two or three, or they start one-on-one -on -one to fix certain things, to um, work on their posture or to really give them a kickstart with my transformation program and do one month of total slim down and getting into the right mindset. And then they go into the group's classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds amazing. So um, I will also put um, the homepage and the Instagram account of Julia in the show notes. And um, it's really amazing to work with her together. So I can just encourage you to have a look um, at the programs, at the different offers uh, that she has. Just go join one of her classes. Yeah, she's also offering outdoor classes, indoor classes, personal training, group classes. So you have really a huge choice um, of 
yeah, like uh, she offers really a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. And especially when you work on something where you want uh, to lose some weight um, or also um, during your pregnancy or postpartum, she's also offering um, advice on nutrition. Yeah, so she also um, specialized in that. So yeah, if you're interested in it, just get in touch with Julia. Um, I thank you so much for our interview. It was really lovely to have you on my show. Thanks for joining in today. To learn more about the Thrive Podcast or to get involved in Karina's growing community and online courses, visit karinagrueling.com. Remain committed to intentional choices that help you grow and thrive in your body and life because you're worth it.